Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Look alive, Fringers. It's 2099 and we are live and loud in the underground. From the streets to the scar. Keep your chip hidden, your gun loaded, and never trade your soul for souls. Turn it up and let them know. Big Brother is watching. Time to put on a show. Hello, Fringers. Howdy, Marleys and Marleys. Welcome to episode 12 of Neon Trails, an identical actual play. I'm your game runner, the Caleb G. Christmas is right around the corner. There's magic in the air this evening. Let's say hello to our festive cast. First up, there are two things in this life. He hates heights and jumping from them. It's Mallow playing Galen. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome in tonight. I don't have a quote for you this week. But we have your beautiful face and your wonderful voice, which we appreciate. Next up, uh, she never eats singing food. It's wild playing B. B is dar muted. And that singing food is preventing her from talking right now. No. No. Technology goblins are hurting us. Eat the singing food. Just eat it. Discord, in fairness, before we get into far tonight, I think most of us had to at least wrangle slash flip off Discord at some point in time tonight. And also, Discord, if you're watching, because I know you are, revert the fucking change to the mobile app. It's terrible. That's all. Listen to the people, Discord. Yes. No, we still can't hear wild. Oh, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Uh, he fell down the chimney and landed on the flaming hot goose. It's Pete playing dog. Uh, pay no mind what's happening over there. Look over here. I'm drinking. <laughs> Foley work. Foley work. Foley work. Foley work. Foley work. <laughs> Did you hear this? No, you don't, because I drink it in silence. That's a novel oh. idea. On to the next person. <laughs> she is about to raise you right off the pavement. It's Lauren. Playing drawl. Oh, hi. Uh, thank you for joining us. Pay no attention to the man who won't eat singing fruit. Uh, onward. And he does have cheeses for the Mises. It's Ethan playing Mox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woohoo! I've been <sighs> ten minutes because I've been waiting to open that for this moment. <laughs> Skull dedication. Unailed. What commitment to the craft, sir? Thank you. Uh, let's yeah. get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way here. Identico is, of course, live every Tuesday on twitch.tv slash Identico. Currently alternating games of Chaos Incorporated and Neon Trails every week around 6 or 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 or 10 p.m. Eastern and our episode archives, how to play videos, and so on and so forth, are over on youtube.com slash identico. Like, subscribe, leave us some comments, tell us your favorite Foley jokes, tell us your favorite Christmas movies, 
and tell us what you think Wild has been saying this entire time technology has been working against her. Please follow us on the socials for announcements, news, and general shenanigans. Look for us at Identico or at Humanoid Games. And swing over to playidentico.com, where you can read the basic core rules for free, pick up our latest adventure, pick up some books, stickers, other merch. More stuff is coming, so stay tuned to enjoy it all. If you are with us on Twitch right now, spend some channel points, give them all the wild, make her feel better about this terrible, terrible internet gremlin that is hurting her. Uh, swing over to show affiliate Greenleaf Geek for incredibly cool dice and... Mallow, what else do you have for our audience tonight? Uh, we also have uh, our friend uh, at Rainbow Dragon Prince. If you like 3D printed awesome things like dice towers and things like that. Uh, I've got our this friend, fun fidget toy. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. There were some amazing multicolor uh, dragon head like dice towers and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Kaylee, one of our castmates and friends uh, from Chaos Incorporated, actually runs this company, and she does all of the printing herself. Uh, ships it uh, just about anywhere, so go check that out. The link is in our Twitch panels down below, and we'll put it in the show notes for the YouTube version and things like that. Uh, but yeah, Rainbow Dragon Prince, we're welcoming them into the Identico family uh, as sponsors of our shows and things like that. So go, go support them. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Beautiful stuff over there. And with that being said, let's jump in the Wayback Machine and see what happened last time on Neon Trails. We caught up with the crew after a few weeks of downtime and minor jobs. Galen took a walk around Solace, then returned to the newly repaired Winnebago with Mox to start work on some new features. Dog worked for a bit on his super secret UFO project. Drawl met with the paperboy who shared intel he had received from Winston Steele, Baron of the Wastelands, about Mercury. As far as anyone can tell, Mercury first appeared on the scene when he united several Wasteland gangs into what are now the Dust Jockeys. While he is amassing an army, his target seems to be the corporations. B visited Ferdy and showed off her new project Umbra, a drone replica of the monster cubs. The crew gathered at the Winnebago to chat and discuss their plans. After debating what to do, if anything, with the news on Mercury, B and Drawl discussed building a network of contacts to stay more informed about safety out in the wastes. Galen shared some intel he had been gathering, and B found a very secure page that Galen claimed was his email, dog, sent a secret text. After dinner, B puzzled over the business card and key fob that both shared the same Siamese cat head logo. Finally, the pieces of the puzzle came together and the crew found a grid address hidden in the art. Going there, they were welcomed to the Cobalt Masquerade. Alrighty, let's jump right into that. You are all sitting around the campfire on the cliffs surrounding Solace. You have just eaten. Uh, night is has settled, and that warm, living neon glow of Solace is all around you. 
And uh, yeah, you are looking at this very, very odd cryptic grid page. What do you want to do? Have I ever heard of the Cobalt Masquerade? You know what? I think we're going to bust out our dice for that one. Why don't you give me... Uh, if it's underwhound, wow. I just might as well not roll for what it's worth. It, I'll do it. Well, we could approach <laughs> I'm happy to help there. We could approach this in a, a several different ways. Uh, uh, che- different checks will result in different types of information. Underground will get us something. Politics might get us something. Uh, corporate insight may give us something. So... If anybody wants to roll something, let me know. Uh, I want to roll. Oh, sorry. Nope, you go first. I want to roll that underworld just in case I've heard it through the grave. <laughs> Bring it. Jesus. 29. Holy moly. That's, okay. uh, that's 22 more than the seven that I got. Good job. <laughs> she did. Uh, Drawl Drawl has a wealth of experience and an encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge at times. Uh, A lot of the stuff that Drawl does is just research, getting insight, finding uh, pieces of data uh, from the paperboy, from other contacts, and maybe not being able to find the connection on uh, the yarn wall, but putting the pins in there for later research and later aha moments. And in this moment, Drawl is just kind of struck with insight and inspiration. And while she has not heard the name, she has put together the very clear facts that there is an organization moving behind the scenes. She has kind of, over the years, pieced it together by looking at its absence and logically deducing that something must be there and someone must be doing things. She has seen effects that are so coincidental they have to be connected, and she's just been kind of drawing the abstract shape of this organization. And she has seen... A lot of movers and shakers, a lot of very wealthy, mid to high level corporate individuals talk about investments, take extended leaves of absences and vacations and time away from their job. She's put together the puzzle pieces that it's almost like a club or an organization uh, that these people seem to be 
part of. She has, in scrubbing pictures, seen uh, captured images of uh, familiar looks between people across meeting rooms or restaurants to kind of, oh, the, the head nod, the corporate head nod. She's like, those two people shouldn't be associating with each other, but I'm seeing that they are kind of putting that on the wall. Um, and and seeing this website, everything just clicks into place. Not raw information, not proof of what they are doing or clear facts of what they are doing, but this must be the thing that she has been looking at. And it seems like this is some sort of high dollar, high profile, exclusive, private organization. And she has also seen a lot of souls moving around in vet investing in weapons technology, uh, weapons advancement, kind of side projects to those. So different types of scanners, different types of armor, different types of cyber gear, cyberware, kind of all of these tangential, not necessarily related unless you really could see the picture from high-level orbit to see what they're doing. And that's what is bouncing around her head right now. Um, as she is making these connections, her eyes widen and she just goes, oh my God, oh my God, the strings were like this and now they're like this. I have, okay. And she, she turns and she kind of says hush under her breath. This is some elite level shit. I would call it the American government, except um, they're sneaky about it. Um, it is an elite group of people with money and power and control, and they all hang out at the same place, don't they? Don't they? And you can see she's kind of like, she's kind of like frothing at the mouth here. She's kind of jumping up and down because she's connected these, these strings, you know, she's got the, she's got the strings going from, from picture to address. And now they're all finally connected to this one place. And she is hopping around like she's made of bees. Um, so, so this is where that this is where it all happens. This this right here is where all of the evil comes from. It's the Hell Club. It's got to be right. So are you saying that it's like what with what with that group? Are they uh, what was it the Mathens? Was it Mathens? An Illuminati, like them, one of those Basically. like yeah. secret organizations that controls everything—a shadow organization, that type of thing. Skulls and bones. Yeah, because you know it doesn't—it doesn't go on its own. It's got—it's got people pulling the strings. It's got people padding the pockets, padding the pockets, making the orders, looking at the gear, putting it out into the public hand. You've got to have people moving the show along. And this, this is how you find them. 
So these are the puppet masters, is that right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, I don't know for sure until we like, but I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Maybe. Well, so hold on here. Uh, so you're just, you're saying that I, uh, I had a really wonderful night with uh, one of the dark secret puppet masters of the the new world here. Do they finish everything with four life? Do they throw up I hand mean, signals like this? I haven't seen the hand just, signals, but okay, I just mean, checking. Now I'm curious. Do you want to put money on it? Do you want to put money on it? I, I, That's not the hand signal she used when I last saw her. Well, okay, but I oh! I don't have that apparatus. That's that's not how it works with me. Um. So everyone's attracted understand. to power. True. I get it. Fair, I guess. I just want beer. Does anybody else want to make any different kind of? knowledge checks here i'll make a politics check but just for what it's worth got a minus two (laughs) i love it for a total of one (laughs) so is this like republican democrat like um you really you really think drawl is completely right you 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 know that the uh, the the government fell a long time ago. You know that the quote unquote government that is in place now is basically nothing compared to the corporations, the UN, the IOG. Uh, it's it seems perfectly logical that there is a shadow council running the world. You're, I mean, honestly. Draw what you, I mean, I'm not trying to like piss all over your parade here, but obviously there is a shadow government. You know, that we've known that. But it's good to have a name for it now. Cobalt Masquerade. Now, but this begs the question if this is a secret organization that no one is supposed to know about, why could you get to the information from a business card? And why would that business card give it a beat? No offense. Because it's not even a shadow government. It's not even a shadow. Like, they're so powerful and wealthy and well-to-do. You know, these upper-class, elite, you know, execs, corp. You know, we know these people have this power. And they know they have this power. Why would they need to shroud in darkness? It's not even, it's not even hidden. They're out here in the open being like, look how big my dick is and how tiny you are as a person. Droll, do you know what they call a shadow government that isn't shadow? Uh, what? Government. So if yeah. they aren't in shadow, then you, what the fuck are you talking about? B, well, why did you get a card to a shadow government? Isn't it like lobbyists from back in the day and stuff? Like, you know, like you knew they were just, you know... You knew who a lobbyist was and all that, but, like, you didn't really, like... They didn't run the government, but, you know, they kind of run the government. Galen, what the fuck is a lobbyist? Okay, 
and he sits down and he starts I got one on out my a, politics, man. He starts bringing out a tablet, and I'm not gonna role play the entire way that he explains the old like U.S. government, but just know that it comes from the Constitution song from School of Rock. He starts kind of going into that realm. Hey, Argos. Play on uh, only a. I'm just a bill. Yeah, yeah, that that one. That's the yeah. That's the that's the one I'm talking about. And I'm sitting here on Captain oh, All right. Uh, as that conversation and school lesson is going on, is anyone making any other sort of insight, knowledge-based checks, or is anyone? doing anything with uh, the grid site that you're looking at right now. B. Well, B was going to use some insight and um, their special skill. There was this one time. (laughs) (laughs) Please. To try and remember if they had heard any stories about the cobalt cobalt masquerade yeah from any give of me the that. people give me a roll all right hold on i have to turn out turn off my microphone for this because it's just gonna be balls loud hold on i got a seven B's heard a lot of stories. And uh, B sometimes believes all of them and sometimes doubts all of them. And uh, a lot of times after really kind of hyper-focusing on some of the stories she hears, Ferdy is the one to just kind of bring her down and level her out. Mm -hmm. So in all of these stories, B has not heard the name Cobalt Masquerade. Uh, But she has definitely heard enough from Ferdy to know that that type of organization can and likely does exist. It's part of the world and society as it has evolved. Uh, B is really excited that Drawl is kind of locked in and giving this big, big, passionate explanation about everything. But she also remembers all the times that Ferdy kind of backed her down from being too excited about stories. So B is really teetering on the edge of yes, yes, yes. Or uh, I don't know. I don't know. Plus adding in the whole personal experience she had really kind of being pulled three ways here. That makes sense. I mean, in times like these, I would think, you know, what would Ferdy do? So WWFD. And I do think that 
Ferdy would definitely recommend getting some more information before jumping to conclusions. Um, but I also want to see if, like, Calypso put pictures up on the grid site, so... Does this web does this website that we have like have an address and stuff like that or like a I don't know a calendar of events that you can just get to frequently uh, asked questions right yeah because I have There's many an FAQ. yeah you're just gonna go to the site menu or... yeah your little ham hamburger up in the top left corner yeah who we are uh. <laughs> Our history. Thanks for visiting. Here's how we started. Uh, Galen, why don't you give that grid site a quick little once over with with a, a cash with a with a careful eye? Uh, I rolled a nineteen. Finally. You are looking at this site. You're very familiar with high-level corporate practices, mm -hmm. given your background. Uh, remember, in the last episode, you you had noticed that uh, when we looked at the art kind of being the camouflage for the grid address, you connected the dots that, okay, yeah, this is a very expensive, bougie, elitist practice from the corporate world. Uh, the website, the, the grid site that you're looking at now looks exactly like that. If it feels like a very expensive, kind of high end, show offy type of location, you poke around the site a little bit. What stands out to you, though, is the lack of anything else. Mm -hmm. You can't access information. Uh, any of your go-to practices, uh, some of the official ones you were allowed to do, some of the unofficial ones you've picked up over the years, poking at this grid site, it doesn't do anything that you would expect it to do. And it takes you maybe three or five minutes kind of sitting there poking at it, expecting something to happen. You get a little angry, you start poking a little harder. And then so when you first went there, there was the logo of the Siamese cat head. And it kind of dissipated, melted into the phrase welcome to the Cobalt Masquerade. Now that you've been sitting here working for a few minutes it again starts to shimmer, shift evolve and in that same kind of very fancy script calligraphy font it says an agent is being dispatched oh no galen, bad galen kind of figured that might happen clear your web history quick we have to delete all of the caches this is on your phone ain't it yeah that's a rookie mistake you gotta clear your searches wait what are we talking about yeah clear my web history 
I gotta delete all the caches. Honey, if if they if they gave you if you did did you did you take her home or did you go to a an establishment to have your night with with this woman? They have establishments for that. He just kind of looks over at Dog for a second, looks back, and it's like, so they know where you live at this point, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I can just build a new place. That's fine. Right. Or build many turrets. I'll figure it out. I don't know. Miss Calypso seemed real nice. I don't think she's going to do anything to me. Maybe, maybe, you know what? Second date. You know, why not? Why well, I think that this is going to be a bad thing. Maybe second date. You never know. Yeah, like why? Yeah, like why else would you give your contact out and inf contact information out that way? Mox, I think you might be ready with that sniper rifle, boy. You just at, before you say that, just as you turn back, he already has uh, has it <laughs> draped across his lap. And, yep, kind of thought that might be. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What better way to infiltrate a not secret secret society than with the allure of sex? I think we got. I think we got it. I'm gonna go shave. Should I shave? <laughs> Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, what else do we want to do tonight? So we're sitting around the fire. We need money. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have some money. That would that would actually help. All right. Do you want to jump on the job board there, Draw? See what's out there? Yeah, well, we're sitting next to our fire and having friend time and decompressing and talking conspiracy theories. <gasps> yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. So you start scrolling. Your reputation has repaired itself a little bit over the past few weeks uh, with a lot of those small little local gopher jobs we talked about last time. You're not as high as you were before. You don't have as much reputation ranks as you did before, but uh, you're making amends. You're, you're getting back up there. Uh, you're able to uh, look at some of the now more involved, high-paying jobs, but they're more complex. Uh, the way the job board works, you know that it's going to be harder to bid for one of these jobs because you are a little bit of a lower rank than other people. But that being said, if you do land and complete some of these higher ranking jobs, you're going to level up faster. So you poke around a little bit. A couple of them are garbage. You throw them out. A couple of them are way out of your... Uh, geographic range there other side of the world other side of the country that kind of thing um but after a while you pare down the list and there's five jobs that you feel are doable for this crew and within kind of striking distance of winning the bid if you put it in there <laughs> 
Is there a way uh, to, oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, please ask your question. Um, is there a way to um, like click like multiple bids and then filter them in order of priority? Yeah. In an, in an attempt to um, figure out what's gonna be the highest dollar, quickest run, that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So when you pick these jobs and start going through them, you are able to see their payoff amount, uh, their distance from you, and their estimated time of completion. And uh, the job board itself doesn't do it, but there is a third-party app that uh, Paperboy created that kind of organizes everything. When you key in, I want job number 627 compared to job 8297. Like when you put in all the key uh, locator codes, it pulls the information and like categorizes them out for you based on whatever filter you want to key in. Oh, he's so hot. He, he's so hot. So um, let's go through the jobs that are out there first. And then we'll talk about some of the details. So uh, one of the jobs you notice uh, is there is a like a street doc who is uh, asking a crew to pick up some salvage from an old prison. Uh, another one is a a job to deliver a package to the to a metroplex there is another job for a very high-profile restaurant that is asking a crew to gather some very unique ingredients from the wastes. Uh, there is another job asking for someone to be extracted from a Metroplex. And then, remember last time you looked at the job boards, there was that one for the uh, excavation crew, the scientists who wanted some bodyguards. Well, that job has been reposted at a much higher payout with like an, uh, uh, an urgent flag next to it. Sick. Oh no, it's us. When it appears twice, that's when I go, ooh, what do you have to hide? Why doesn't <laughs> anyone want to work with you? Give me the details. Hey, uh, draw. Huh? Are there any jobs on there by that, uh, Mercury fella, by chance? Huh. Me, okay, dollar package metro, no, high profile restaurant, So she's mumbling to herself, are there any near him? Uh, there are no jobs that were posted by 
user shreddy underscore mercury. Uh, there are no jobs in or around dust jockey territory. Eh, worth a shot. Okay, guys, so, all right. Um, so for our next job, we need some cash. Don't you agree? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've, uh, I've narrowed it down to these right here. And um, she passes it over to Galen. Um, you haven't gone to talk to me, right? Um, so hands it over to Galen. So that's all we've got going on right now. I'm I'm down to do pretty much whatever, but I'm not huge on extractions because wild cards, pickups, not the best for getting in and out quickly or stealthily. You know, on the one hand, I feel you there, but you know, I also very much understand someone who wants to get out of a plex. Oh, yeah. I I just meant as a solo person. Like, I'm usually doing these jobs on my own. I mean, I've never, like, had a crew crew that I could really rely on. So I'd be interested in doing it for sure. I'm sure it'd be great time. But solo, not a game I play. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not talking about Solo. Um, no. Well, let's see. What else is on, else is on there? So if we're looking at some of the uh, detailed information that Paperboy's analysis app can pull up here, the, the two jobs that involve going to the plexus, the extraction and the delivery job they are uh the highest risk reward uh on the matrix there incredibly high risk going into the plexus incredibly high uh, danger getting in and out of the plexus uh but also the highest payout in ratio in relationship to that level of danger uh the the bodyguard job for that archaeological dig uh that one is also kind of a red flag because it's this is like a, an urgent repost but it does have a very high payout of course at drawl as you know galen as you know anyone looking at this uh, Paperboy's app, of course, flags it. Uh, very suspicious, very odd that uh, it has been reposted with this urgent higher payout, this pay increase. So very dangerous there. Uh, the, the restaurant gig and the street dock gig, those are uh, lower payouts relatively close by um, still a bit of a travel time to get to them the street dock gig is kind of middle of the lane uh, if we're kind of comparing all of our jobs risk reward high payouts high danger it's kind of hitting that just middle of, of the axes you know it's probably not a big deal it may be a little bit more time 
than it's worth based on the potential payout. Um, a little bit of an unknown factor going into what is described as an old abandoned prison. Not a lot of intel at this point, unless you accept the job and get more details and then do a little bit of research. The restaurant that wants some unique ingredients, the shopping trip, uh, the Instacart job, that one is, again, relatively close by. There's another settlement out in the Wastes. Uh, it's not near any of the other plexes, so there's not that danger of corporate interference. Um, it's time-consuming. It would be a drive to get there. You don't know how lucky you would be on this hunting job to find the ingredients. It, you know, it, it might be a, a wild goose chase. So higher risk of it taking too long and making that payout less worthwhile. Um, and uh, as she's taking in all this information, um, she regurgitates what she can to her friends. But as she's doing this, she she pulls out her stylus and she starts reorganizing things and putting notes on it and circling, you know, what's high risk, what's not high risk. Um, what looks like it's a waste of time per what the reward is giving. And she, she passes it back over to Galen where everyone else can see it. Um, okay. So this is what we've got rolling currently and I've organized it according to what I think is going to be the most lucrative as opposed to what's the most bullshit. I mean, obviously frivolous and time consuming is going to be, let's go get some ingredients. Could be fun, but also like we're looking to make some bank here not fucking gather herbs or whatever anyway. And then, so she's just going to like go off and she's like pacing back and forth, just talking because she's got, her brain has nothing to focus on, like no goal or mission. So she's just kind of spitting until we make a decision. As Mox looks at the analysis, oh, the Prithen one found it though fun. It I does. mean, I'm down to do whatever, but you do. Well, I mean, how much do we want to go near the Metroplexes anytime soon? Okay, that's a that's a zero percent chance from draw right there. That's a double zero percent chance from draw right there. Duly noted and voted. Uh, and I guess we don't want to be going and getting herbs, do we? That sounds a boring. I've done it plenty of times. It's pretty easy unless they're asking for, like, you know, them shits on top of those, like, remote mountain peaks and stuff like that. And it's not really my jam. Does it specify? Out of at this level of looking at the job without bidding for it and accepting it, it is very surface level. It doesn't specify. Mm. She just like holds it at B. It doesn't specify. I I'm gonna go out on a limb here, draw, and say you want to take the one that's been reposted for a lot more money. <laughs> Think of the mystery. 
think of the mayhem the windy bagel once again fighting down evil potentially um all for the sake of pot potentially probably maybe art i don't know some something no noble something noble we don't have to read too much into it no no probably shouldn't do it look at all the red bits that paper boy noted probably not red's a bad color in, in his apps so I usually just go, mm, no, even though it's pretty to look at. Fair. So if we're not gathering herbs and we're not gonna turn the Windy Bagel into the mystery machine, uh, and we're not going into the Metroplexes, that leaves us the prison? Question mark? I mean, it seems the most, I mean, I mean, it's been mid-tier. I mean, it seems the most Harmless, really? Can I ask a question? Um, before we go accepting a job, the, your reputation went down last time we weren't able to complete one, and we just got a notification that an agent is being dispatched. So, um, do we know how long it'll take that agent to get here? Do we know how long it'll take us to deal with that agent being here? Um, before we're accepting jobs? We're throwing B as a date. This is like a date call. Like the card was given for the date, right? So we don't You're... trip, right guys? That's how it works, right? That's how you call up your boo, I, I think. I don't know, it's been a while. Clearly. Uh, I have, I have never witnessed such a thing myself, but it is possible, I guess, but I tell you what, uh, the three of y'all decide. Oh, don't make me decide. No, I just, you know me, I'll do whatever. We'll put the Windy Bagel in whatever harm it is. Um, B, can I talk to you for a minute? Yes. So we're going to kind of walk off uh, out of earshot and stuff like that. Uh, and Gala's just going to kind of look down and kind of scruff his shoulders a little bit and fix his hat and stuff and he's just gonna kind of look down at me for a minute and goes uh what did you tell this woman when y'all were um when y'all were on your date we'll call it a date i mean i told her what kind of things that i like to watch and the things that i've been learning from the old earth history videos and all the books that i've been reading and then i tried to explain quantum theory to her and i couldn't tell if she just like already knew it or if it was just like one of those like oh yeah 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 i'm listening kind of things so i kind of stopped and then i talked about how alcohol makes me jabber and babble a little bit and that i think i might be a little allergic to it sometimes and then I told her about one of the times that I went scavenging and I met um, some random people out there that were wearing like trash like armor and scuttling around like beetles. It was really, really weird. I don't think I ever told you that story, but they were pretty weird and they also smelled really funny. And then <sighs> I did tell her about the things that I like to do, you know, inside the bedroom, just so that we were, you know, having some like consensual times and we had those conversations and that was really nice and then i told her uh i told her that i liked her jacket and she left it with me but i think i lost it when we were doing that dj's run um and then 
I told her what I, we wanted, we should have gotten for breakfast, and then when I woke up, she was gone. Interesting. Okay, so... For all you know, you didn't, like, divulge any major secrets about Solace or... Or anything like that, or... All she said about Solace is that she thinks it's a shithole backwater town and that she's too good to be there. And so I said that I would just try to, like, frighten up her night because she was having a rough one, clearly. Especially with that attitude. It's a very Green Acres kind of thing going on here. Um, understandable. <laughs> uh, the thing that I'm trying to kind of understand then is why, I mean, she left a card with it. Did she leave the jacket? Was the card in the jacket? Yes, but she told me to keep it. Okay. She handed it to me when we were talking. Right. So she gave you the card. Yeah. Okay. And I already had her jacket on because that's all I was wearing at the time. So like... I just put it in the pocket. Galen is scrubbing through those parts as fast as he can, but you know, um, <laughs> just kind of, you know, he, he kind of like looks off and kind of, you know, shakes his foot <laughs> on the ground a little bit when, when those parts come up, you know, I mean, B's a grown woman and all, but still. Um, so Galen just kind of looks at it. He's like, okay, so and she didn't give any reason why she came here in the first place. She came with that weird dude. But that, that doesn't add up with the weird dude trying to buy the thing off Mox and then meeting you. That, that's not her type. I don't understand. Are you saying I'm not her type? No, I'm saying the weird dude wasn't her type to be out here trying to find and purchase something. Uh, that doesn't well, make any sense. I did try to ask her about the dark wave generator. Yeah. What'd she say? Well, she kind of got kind of snippy. So then I just asked, like, were you doing a job? Like, you know, are you a security guard or something? And she also got snippy about that, too. Okay. She was interested in my scavenging skills, though. She said there's a lot of resources out in the desert. Mmm. And now we get to one of the reasons why she might have been out here. Right. Okay. I think we've I think we've kind of figured out a little bit of what we're trying to work for here. Hey, with any luck, she'll be the one they dispatch to come out here again. Uh, and like I said, you can have a second date tonight. Well, you did just kind of remind me that uh, she got snippy with me. Now, I don't know if I want a second date, but... That'll be interesting, you know, kind of like awkward where they like your ex comes and you didn't really invite them, but they came anyways and they decided to and then they try to talk to you like, I don't know, maybe I don't want to see her again. She's just, pretty. But... Just add alcohol. That makes everything better. Well, you, I don't. Mm. Oh, hey, Galen, one second. I found something in my house for you. Okay. All right and B reaches into their pockets and pulls out a pair of dangly metallic dice oh. and says hey 
So your rear view mirror looks really naked and it's kind of an affront to the eyes. So I figured that we would make sure that the Windy Bagel had some decoration on the inside like this. Well, I appreciate that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang it up right before we leave. Right before we leave okay. on the next one. Uh, That's cool. And that way we will have, it will no longer be a front to the eyes. And I, I made sure that. there were no bugs in it too. Or the living or the listening kind. Oh, okay. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. And then we'll walk back over to the group. Uh, so what, what did we come up with now? What did we figure out? What are we doing? I've been frozen here this entire time you were gone. You left and I didn't know what to do. I'm just kidding. We haven't made a decision. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not that desperate for cash that I'm willing to do the big red flag things. Yeah. Uh, dog, you think, uh, uh, am I, are we more desperate for cash than I thought? Man, I'm going to be honest. I'm not in this for money. I just like hanging out with you guys. I'm here to find some cool stuff. So, uh, I mean, that was how many zeros again? Very got? touching. Yeah. And very not helpful. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I'm just trying to call them how I see them. That's, that's what I love about you, your honesty. How many zeros it got, though? Let's let's be real. At a certain amount of zeros, I kind of care a little bit. Uh, which job are we asking about? The How urgent is it? The excavation <laughs> uh, one, right? The, 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 the urgent excavation that's been reposted. Um, yeah, that one is posted right now at 15K each. That's not much to sniff at now. Hmm. That could be a lot of supplies for you there, dog. What sounds the most fun, everybody? Let's do th let's do th let's do this. What's fun? What seems like a good time? I mean a abandoned prison. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't mean to be like pure chaos here, but I it, I feel like that's gonna be fun. We could blow it up with probably no real repercussions. It's been abandoned. Like, what's the problem? <gasps> we could ghost hunt. We could ghost hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghosts, ghosts. We deserve some fun. All right. Well, that sounds like we're going to a prison break now, aren't we? <laughs> we're in the jailhouse now. <laughs> All right. going to accept it. All right, Draw, you got your orders. We'll start getting right. it together. All right, so we are bidding for the job from the street dock. All right. <clears throat> so you click into that job, you submit your bid. Go, you see... Uh, you see the... Uh, you see it go back and forth a little bit. Like you can see other bidders, but you don't see their usernames. 10.75 bid increase. Yeah, take that right. extra 25. Yeah, very, very much the uh, the old school eBay style yeah. telling you when you have been outbid oh, on something. Uh, but you do win this bid and it slides over to your inbox for accepted. Um, so the, the payout for this one is 
listed at 5k each plus whatever else you get outside of the shopping list. Cool. We should I mean, probably we uh, should probably bring the trailer then because I got a feeling yeah. that, that yeah. What if there's I mean, big shit? Here's the right. deal. Let's not think of it as we're paying we're losing ten grand each to have fun. Let's think of it as we're making five grand each to have fun. Well, but I'm and I'm, get more stuff. Yeah, that's that's the thing, dog. Is is really at the end of the day. Um, Work. I feel balance. like well, and I feel like we, you know, we might be able to get some money off of anything that y'all find in there. So, you know, we're we're it's treasure hunting too. You know, that's that's really what I'm kind of thinking about this one. Why do you think y'all? Are you are you coming? Yeah, no, I'm coming. You ain't That's taking good. the bagel without me. Oh, all right. I was just confused. And, and there is, like, as this is happening, I, there's this moment uh, where, you know, Galen has put the new dice from B on the mirror, and they're having this conversation, and Mox goes in and starts to grab something from his bag and starts to s pull out this pair of fuzzy dice and sees those <laughs> on the rearview mirror and, like, just... Puts them back. No, back. no, the more the better. Nope, didn't see More dangle. More dangle. Never mind. Who needs my fuzzy type? I'm seeing a Windy Bagel t shirt, and on the back it says more dangle exclamation point. <laughs> it's that Windy Bagel dangle. Yep. So. Every, if it rhymes, you gotta do it. You know, they got this thing back from my engineering days that they call a daisy chain. Now, if you hang one from another, it makes a daisy chain. And it can just be long and fabulous. Science. It's science, really, yes. No, no, I mean, it's not organic. You know, B, it's all right, hon. You know, B gave her first. You know, I missed out. I, I thought I was going to wait for a nice moment and... Uncle Mox! Wait, right. wait anyway, Mox, Mox, I have an idea for this particular one. Come here, come here, come here. And he's going to take him over to the... Uh... No, 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 not like that. Not like that. And he's going to lift up the couch, uh, and the whole couch compartment kind of comes up at everything, and you just see a bike sitting uh, in a compartment down on it. And he goes, what about one of these? What do you want me to just, like, and he, like, hangs the dice on the back like truck nuts? Like, they, if that way, I, that way I put them? You know what? Let's on go the, with that. On the mirror? Well, uh, no, we can put it on the mirror. You know what? You know what? Dealer's choice. You put them wherever you want. If you want truck nuts, go for it. Who, who's to say? Could we find a baseball card to stick in the spokes, too? <laughs> that, Use well, the business card. I was going to say, that baseball card would get shredded in about two seconds because it's a hover bike. So. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so Drawl, you are scrolling through the job details that are now filtering onto your glow. The street doc goes by the name of Reginald Hicks. And he sends you a little video message. He doesn't call you. He just sends a pre-recorded video. He said, and it says, hey, thanks for taking this job. I appreciate it. Uh, the map location is going to show you where I want you to go. There is 
an old abandoned prison that I have come to learn has a variety of medical gear and uh, cyber tech that I think I can make good use of in my trade. Here's a laundry list of what I need. Here's your shopping list. Uh, the sooner the better. Thanks. And the location that it shows you is south. Uh, towards the border, not at the border of the Republic of Texas. Um, kind of midway between uh, the, the Santa Fe Plex and Texas going south. Um, I immediately communicate all the additional information. I'll probably just pass um, my glow around with the video message so that everyone can can do their thing. Um, so when do you think we should head out? What do you want me to tell him? Well, can't we at least have one night? Oh, for sure. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have too much to pack, so whenever you all are both are ready, uh, there's one thing I want to do before we head out. Yeah, so it's evening time. There is not a ticking clock on this job. Uh, Hicks has just said, the sooner the better, please and thank you. Well, if B does have a hot date coming, I was gonna man. say, be ashamed to not be here True. when she gets here. We should see what happens, just to see. Well, well, this is exploration for science. Are, are you into that, B? Are you into like people seeing what happens? Is that no, no, not like not like that? I'm just what? saying to don't, see who don't shows shame up. It. No, I'm not saying don't I'm shaming it. it. No, I'm not shaming it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's see if they actually show up. You know what I mean? They better show up. So help me, and she's gonna cross her arms and, and just look at me. I swear, if they break her heart. I mean, Galen and I already talked about it, and I did just re like I realized that she wasn't all that great to me. Like, don't get me wrong, everything, you know, like, in the bathroom, that was great, but, like, she was kind of mean. So, I don't know, but I, I guess if we want to see what happens with that, like, we could set up an ambush or something. I don't know. Make it so that, like, there's a safe place for people to, like, hide and run to or whatever and then just kind of like bide our time and then we'll take her boots because those were really good looking boots yeah you should have those boots those were good looking boots right I, the, the whole letting people watch for uh, exploration and science though that that is a little weird yeah, that's that's yeah that's that's not <laughs> what I meant <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> let's not go with with. You know what? Whatever you want to do and and do is perfectly fine. It's just I wanted to see what happens if an agent and he puts it in quotes shows up. Uh, that's more what I'm trying to kind of get at. Um, is that a euphemism? Well, we'll find out, I guess. Because uh, okay. all we know is that an agent has been dispatched. I don't know if it's like a tow truck or... Like from where? Yeah. Like, how long are we going to have to wait? Is there like a customary waiting time? Do we have to like set up stuff for them? Are they expecting to sleep here? Do you think they're going to ask for like a clean change of clothes and like, I don't know, a meal and some drinks and something after they travel their entire way? What do you think they're going to do? Are they going to ask for a clean room so they can just kill us all? Like, do they even ask for that when they try to kill you or what? Jeez, kid, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to try to kill us. If if one agent shows up and the five of us are sitting there staring at them, I don't like their odds. I'm just saying. Should we tell Ferdy too, or should we keep Ferdy out of it? I think Ferdy might be a little frustrated to be in in another one of these things. Yeah, we. Yeah. Well, Ferdy oh. don't know, don't hurt her. Hey, Galen, this beer's broken. You got another? <laughs> no, rock bad top. Oh, never mind. Oh, in the back. Thank you. Yep. Um, I think we should wait at least let's let's get everybody do the shopping you need to do if you need to do anything get your stuff together obviously I'll have to clean up the bago after we've done dinner tonight things like that let's give it till the morning maybe leave out about midday see if anybody shows up if they show up then we'll take it from there you know what, what's what's waiting a day to get on the road you know we, we've been at it kind of hard lately we deserve, you know, maybe one more night, you know, to, to sleep at home. How about it? How about it? Yeah. Picking up what you're putting down. Work life balance. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep drinking for the rest of the night. I don't know what y'all want to do, but. That sounds good. I'll drink. Then I suspect we're just going to kind of finish out the night from there. All right. So, yeah, you all can finish out the night from there. Is there anything anyone specifically wants to accomplish this evening before we jump to the next morning? Yeah, I just uh, on the way back from drinking and eating would uh, meet with uh, the kid that I sent to go pick up a package and it's mm -hmm. uh, nicely wrapped. It's got a little sticker sealing the uh, like simple paper that's that's wrapped in. I give him a few souls. Thank you for your trouble. No problem, Governor. What the? You fucking mocking me? I'll find you. No, you won't. Shit. God damn it, he's right. <laughs> throws a rock at your head. Get off my lawn. And the night passes. 
Yep. All right. Uh, so we get to the next morning. Um... The next morning, dog, when you wake up, because you wake up after Mox, let's yeah. just face it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how it goes. The chain-smoking, skinny old man who, sm- who sleeps like three and a half hours. Um, there <laughs> is tight. a little uh, lo- loosely wrapped paper package at the end of your bed. The fuck's that? It's, you let somebody in here? What? You let somebody in here? No. Who the fuck why they why in there? Why is there a bomb on my bed? <laughs> 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 Looks like someone has a secret in my aura. <laughs> Who? It, just, would you open it? It's not a bomb. All right. All right. All right. You vetted it. A bomb? You should just ask for a bomb. I could. That would have been uh, easier to do a bomb. You vetted it here. I'll open it. God damn the. Do you have a table of just sound effect items next to you? Because I've thought about doing that as a DM. And if you do, I respect that so much. In all honesty, this is a craft room. There's just stuff everywhere. Yep. Sounds right. Um, Remodel. So when you open. It, it is a new kimono that is all black and it has the uh, image of that uh, Grateful Dead skeleton woman with the roses in the hair um, just over it in several locations. Oh, goodness. Your favorite band. I don't have a prop for this one. I'm sorry. I don't have kimonos laying around in here. <laughs> Silk, anyway. It wouldn't make much of a noise. Um, and uh, as you're opening it, just from the other room, you might notice this one comes with a belt. In case you want to wear it, that is something you use to clothe the front. In case you want to go out. That's a good idea. Exactly, babe. See, just, it's a multi-utility outfit. Uh, thank you. I mean, um. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, no, no I, uh, <clears throat> got you, uh, I got you, uh, your favorite beer, actually. It's in the fridge. Yep, thinking ahead. Oh, look at you. Help yourself. Yeah, it's all yours, girl. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen... Dale and Tucker versus Evil, but I just got so much Tucker vibes from that. <laughs> <laughs> I got three, three blue ribbons on ice. They're all yours, man. <laughs> I'm honored, honestly. Thank you. All right, so that little wonderfully adorable domestic scene is going on. It is the morning. Uh, Galen, did you stay in the Winnebago overnight? Oh, um, yeah, that's 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 all Galen's right. only place to live. All right, uh, Drawl, did you go back to your place? Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, this next morning, um, both of you are just kind of texting back and forth on your glows, talking about the day, prepping for the mission, that kind of thing. You're looking at the map. Um, it's about eight hours south uh so it is south of the santa fe metroplex 
kind of going towards the Republic of Texas, uh, kind of in the middle of that big open space where there's that big right angle uh, corner of Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at geography, uh, but right you, you get the picture. B. Beautiful X. What did B do last night? Did she go to the bar? Did she go home? Well, as any good, very anxious young person does, B ran home and panic cleaned the entire house <sighs> because there's company on the way. So <laughs> Be relatable. It for good or bad, right? <laughs> Uh, All the closets have, you know, don't open because avalanche signs on them. Should be good. But somehow she forgot to feed herself. Cleaned the whole place. Wasn't able to eat. Yes, and all the dishes are clean. So now B can't eat. (laughs) It also smells like incense, you know, because that's the clean smell. Yep. So, uh... Nothing happened overnight. No one, no one came knocking. No one called. Uh, this next morning, as you are waking up from uh, this feverish amount of work that you were doing, do you stay home? Do you go to Ferdy's? Do you just hang out for a little bit? Is this to I- everyone? Uh, mostly to be right now. I think that B would make an effort to go around and like like bring people coffee from the group because this feels kind of like impending doom the more that B thinks about it. So it's kind of that like making reparations and doing the last will and testament kind of deal. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> this is about to be fun! All right. Amazing. I love it so much. Your vote of confidence is overwhelming, B. <laughs> I I feel like this is a very early morning errand run that is happening because she didn't sleep a lot. So probably. Like yeah. The coffee so, shop opened and B was at the door. Right. <laughs> Uh, you 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 take this over to Dog's place. They're not even awake yet. The, the gift exchange has not happened yet, so maybe you leave it for them. Uh, you you head over to Drawls. Uh, I, I kind of see a scene in my head, Lauren, if it's okay with you, where like you open the door very bleary eyed. You, you, you kind of woke up out of that huh, heavy sleep and be, you know, lightning bolt of sunshine is like, here, here, coffee, pastry. And you're like, okay, thank you. And you just shut the door because you're just completely out of it. And then uh, maybe B heads up to the Winnebago. It's early still, but now Galen is kind of in work mode. So he's up, he's cleaning, he's prepping, hitching up the trailer. He's looking at the map. He's checking gas, supplies, tires, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Bill is just pulling in 
he he rushed out on that job yesterday that he was late for and now he's coming back in he was driving all night long so his rig is pulling up and he is uh not stumbling tired out but he's clearly exhausted so it's a very much just a monosyllabic greeting as he transitions back to his sleeping quarters understandable morning bill morning Uh, and uh, the morning goes by nothing really happens well I suppose we all get on the road is there and draw you know MB you both know this place really well actually dog you might fuck it everyone but me knows this place um is there anywhere around here <clears throat> where a fellow might find um some C4 oh yeah yeah there's like three shops down that way there's another four on the other oh, way but the don't sign with like the big c4 written i thought that was like a euphemism or like don't... code or like a cool club name don't joel go to that them. one joel sells them out of the back of his uh dumpster <gasps> in the shop so. oh yeah that stuff's extra potent he packs it real tight oh some bathtub so c4 in that pack. yeah yeah, don't go to the C4 labeled one though, the one with the big sign. Uh, they sell you faulty packs, at least one every five, and it's just not fucking worth it. I mean, these it's big companies, they like their quality. You know, you're supposed to respect your craft. You know, and anyway, and once getting pointed in the correct direction, um, uh, yeah, Mox is gonna restock on some C4. Yeah, so any kind of supplies y'all wanted to get are uh, easily attainable, relatively. Uh, Any kind of weapons, any kind of ammo you need, armor repairs, any kind of gear. Um, Solace is a very well-stocked town with lots of options. So it is probably... What do we want to say? Nine-ish, ten-ish that we're getting together here. Uh, It is about an eight-hour drive, give or take, unless anything happens. So it's really up to you when you want to head out. Ooh, uh, before we head out, B is going to go and talk to Ferdy and let Ferdy know about the agent being dispatched. Let, let's look at that conversation. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so, I like the shift uh, in posture. So, maybe... <laughs> after 12 games, you're picking up on some of my cues. <laughs> so... Uh, maybe this happened before B went around... Uh, no, m- m- kind of in the middle of that coffee run to everybody. So, you, you stopped by the bar... Um, Ferdy's not at the bar. They are at home, so they don't live that far away. You swing back to their house. Um, Ferdy is currently in the back garden. So uh, Ferdy's place is built a couple levels up the canyon wall. And they've got a really nice 
um, kind of patio built on uh, towards like the open canyon. So that is their main sitting area out in the open air. Um, their, the rest of their house is built back into the canyon. The back garden is actually deeper in a cave. And that is where Ferdy grows some different lichens, grows some different fungi and mushrooms. They have a um, a few different types of hydroponic bays. And some of these things are just their own food. Some of it they use for brewing things or making interesting uh, recipes for the bar. And uh, yeah, they're out there working. They've got LED lights slung uh, along the walls, along the ceiling. It's uh, it's not like it's warm and cozy lighting, but it's not harsh lighting. It's just a, a good operational kind of light. She, uh, they greet you as, as you walk in, give you a little hug. How's Umbra? How's that project going? Hey, Ferdy. Umbra's doing good. Uh, I think they're sleeping over with Argos to, to last night, but I might need to go check because I don't rightly remember seeing them when I was cleaning. I guess the vacuum might have scared Umbra away. We'll work on that. How are you? How's the, the not-witch things out here doing? Uh, everything's good. Yeah, crops coming in well. Uh, some of the new splices I tried kind of tanked, but I'm trying something different, so should be okay. That's awesome. I can't wait to taste one of your new uh, mushroom risottos and maybe some of the aperitifs that you make for the bar. Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to do like a... I'm thinking maybe like a, like a scalloped potato tart. Ooh. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. You'll have, you'll have to tell me when, because I want one of those potatoes. Oh yeah. Awesome. I'll save one for you. No worries. What's Thanks, up? Why'd you come Harry. over to visit so early? Well, um, so, um, do you remember when I got to pick up that really, really pretty, very, very tall, muscular lady? who was an obvious corpo that I didn't pick up on. I do remember that. That was a while ago. Uh-huh. So yeah. We used her calling card and found a secret government collective and they're dispatching an agent. There's a very long silence, and you see Ferdy form a question with their mouth open, and then they stop, and then they think, and then they go to. No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> be. Every time. Every. Every time I think. I think I've heard the weirdest possible thing from you. 
you just come in and top it. That's what you said about the people that were covered in trash and scared like beetles out in the desert. But I promise yes. you this one's weirder. What the f <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? This the words you have said, I understand the words, but the the order they are in in the sentence, it makes no sense. I, 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 I <laughs> Let's start over. Can we start over? Yeah. Here, I'll put it okay. in plainer terms. Are you ready? Okay. I had a wonderful, well, kind of wonderful, mostly wonderful night with a person from the uh, Cobalt Masquerade. And we went on to their, um, what uh, Galen calls as... Well, I like to think he meant highfalutin, but we went on to their grid site and then it said that we activated an agent and I don't know what that means. And I don't want you to be surprised if somebody who's crazy or corpo shows up here while we're gone, cause we have to go. <laughs> when B said, Cobalt Masquerade. Ferdy's body language shifted immediately. Before she, they were kind of animated. They were pacing a little bit. They were like trying to engage with B. They were kind of leaning on a work table. And then B says Cobalt Masquerade. And... Ferdy stands a little bit straighter and her their face gets a little bit sterner and colder. So the person that was in my bar that you had a one night stand with was representing the masquerade. And now someone else is coming here. That, that's as far as I understand. I, if I'd have known to watch out for somebody like that, or even like, you know, the symbols behind it, I would have stayed real fucking clear, no matter how nice their boots are. That's, but that's not even something I would have, I could have warned you about. Be that is such. That, that is such an exponential level outside of your circle of influence and experience. It, I, I, it, it's like, I, why would I warn you about what's happening in Kyoto right now? It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't? I, it doesn't matter to you here right now warning you about the masquerade <laughs> I could, I, wh wh why why <laughs> why would okay 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 um you said you were leaving we're going on a quick job 
it's it's one of those ones where we just go get stuff and and deliver it and it's it has you know like a an old prison and they want to go blow up ghosts or something i don't know just going for the explosions and the time on the road where to god i cannot handle you some days uh how I'm sorry how long are you going to be gone you think hold on and be calls drawl <laughs> Yeah? Hey! How long, you, how long do you think we're going to be gone for this job? Um, probably in, in her, her face gets really close to the camera. You know, probably I'd say, and she scrolls. Uh, it can't be more than like a day. It can't be more than like a day, day and a half, right? I mean, it's got to be fine. I don't think it's really going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No more than a day and a half. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, they sound like coffee. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. So I said hi. So I said hi. Okay. Okay, bye. Right. Okay, bye. Scene. He's going to turn to Bertie <laughs> and just say, uh, Drawl says, like, maybe a day or a day and a half. I don't know if you heard all that, but she also says hi. Oh, I heard all of it. Sorry. Uh, when, when did you contact the masquerade? Um, maybe like yesterday. We thought, we thought they would come. Was it yesterday morning, yesterday night, yesterday afternoon? Morning-ish, afternoon-ish? I don't, I don't, um, actually, you know what? It was after I brought Umbra, and then I went and brought Umbra over to uh, see the crew. And then we checked so, out the, the grid, well, but it was Dinner. sunny. Dinner time. Sure, yeah. All right, Fernie is pinching the bridge of their nose really hard, gritting their teeth a little bit. All right. Uh, yeah, day and a half, two days. Take your time. How long do you think it will take for the agent to come here, and how can I help prepare? Also, I cleaned my house, so if you need to have them go be there or whatever, you can do that. So I already know where that is. Go on your job, and when you get back, maybe we're going to have a little chat-chat. Okay. Are you mad at me? I'm a little frustrated, but I can't fault you. You don't know what you don't know. Uh, I'm mad at myself. I... Yeah. Um, I'll just go on your job. Be safe. Have fun, take care of your friends, and we'll talk when you get back. Promise. Promise that we'll talk when you get back? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Bee's gonna give Ferdy a really big hug, like a big squeezy hug, and say, I'm sorry, and I hope you know, you shouldn't be mad at yourself. It's not like you would know to tell me, and you know I always stick my foot in the shit. Like, it's not even like step on the shit, it's in the shit. So you're, you're wonderful, and you've helped me a lot, and I love you, and I will see you later, and take care of yourself. And also, there's cookies at my house. So, at first, Ferdy's hug is very, not cold, but, like, not a, a, a full warm embrace, because they're very... It's a disappointed parent hug. <laughs> it's a disappointed parent hug. But then, as B goes on a little bit, Ferdy relaxes and, and gives B a little bit of a warmer hug. It's... It's okay. It's not your fault. I love you too. It's fine. I I'll promise that I will um, use all the protection next time I decide to sleep with someone, which will probably not ever happen ever again. <laughs> I, I, I don't have. I, I can't. I'll see you I later. I don't know. I, we are learning please, so just, much tonight. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Why? 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 And their voices like echoing in this cave. Why? That's lucky, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> and then we are back at the Winnebago. Uh, it, everyone is gathering. We can say uh, it's closer to 10. And do we want to head out this early? Do we want to do anything first? Well, yeah. Oh, no, you, you had you had the green box first You go. Well, no, I was just making sure Mox got a C4, right? Yes. Yeah, OK. Very important. You think I would leave him with that? Crazy. <laughs> Is there any other special equipment or shopping that anybody wanted to do? The only thing that Drawl wanted to do was on her way to the Winnebago. You know, she's she's humming to herself. She's she's got tweaked out on coffee pretty early. She's pretty excited about it. Um, and she did not have a meeting scheduled with the paper boy. But uh, she just wants to dip by and give the vibe like she's what you doing, like not even trying to get any information. She she just stops by because it's on her way. Are you then, going? Are you going to your regular meeting spot with the paper boy? Are you going to his place? I'll probably just stop by work. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Be like, mm. Yeah, so you swing by that little cozy spot that you have met uh, him at a couple times now. And he is, as usual, at that back table. Uh, this morning, he is very busy. You can see him working. He is not relaxed like he normally is. You can see him really focused, really dialed in. He's got a couple glows, a couple other pieces of tech on the table in front of him. Uh, he's got his AR goggles down. 
and you can tell that he is uh, looking at something on the grid, working in that virtual AR space. And every once in a while, uh, he'll pop up the goggles and fiddle with something. And he's actually digging into like the guts of the tech that he's working on right now. And then he'll pull the goggles back down and do something else. He will not notice or respond to you unless you interrupt him because he is so in the zone right now. Um, so when she when she comes in, the first thing she does is clock where, where he's at. And this is where some of the food stalls were, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not an official restaurant, but there are uh, a collection of trucks. There's always a really good pastry cart and coffee cart. And then occasionally someone else will, will pull something up. Uh, there's been noodles, there's been sandwiches, there's been like chicken bowls, like stir fry kind of things. Uh, so there's, there's just always a mismatch of food. Um, so she is just gonna, she's gonna grab the first thing that's available. Um, Soup. Awesome. So she's gonna grab a like a little cup of soup and um, just come and sit it on his table by where he is, not expecting any sort of result. And then she'll just push it gently towards him. Cobalt masquerade, threat level color. Wait. So. Uh... He, he does that thing where he like responds to your presence because you are physically close to him, but he does not respond to your words right away. He's so working and then it's like his hearing caught up to him 20 seconds later and then he's like, what? Wait a minute. What did you just say? The, the what? Uh, and she, she leans forward, uh, tenting her fingers on the table. Cobalt, masquerade. And then she's going to push the soup ever closer. Brought you lunch. Don't forget to eat. How, how the hell did you interact with them? That's a long story. Uh, and I'll tell you, but What's the threat? And she looks at the table and then she kind of looks up at him just a little bit worried. Uh, so like nuclear wars up here. Uh, corpses are, are down here. Oh, then the masquerade. Hmm. Then like, you know, weirdos who worship computers. Okay. So it's a ladder, but we're on a rung. Okay. Um, and she, yeah, just, uh, she rubs her temples um, and, and she pushes off the table. My friend is kind of close to someone proximity-wise. So uh, either your, your friend is not your friend and they're lying to you, or your friend's going to get dead. And she just kind of crosses her arms and she cocks her head and looks at him. Don't be dramatic. Will. I'm not be Right? It can't be that bad. Come on. And, and she kind of scratches the side of her face and tugs on her hoodie a little bit. Right? 
Okay, so imagine, imagine an exclusive club of the 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 richest of the rich. The, Is it the Illuminati? <clears throat> sorry, go on. No, let me finish my damn sentence. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Elite club. Uh, ridiculously high price point to buy your way in. They are, uh, they they are the ones uh, playing fiddles while watching the world burn. They have the best of the best protection, armaments. They are uh, buying their way into survival at their level of comfort and uh, extravagance. Mm. Playboy, playboys with an ego complex. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, but more so. I mean, that's kind of normal. This is more so. This is extreme. This is the uh, the 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 crazy survival weirdo who used to live out in the forest, eating things out of a can. But now it's the extreme. We have all the money in the world, so we are doing everything we can to protect ourselves for when the world explodes. Okay, so, um, and, um, and you see her kind of like rubber neck, um, and pull her, uh, braid to the side. All right, so I'm hearing, uh, go friendly if possible, stay away, even better, and don't piss them off. Uh, 100% don't interact with them ever. Don't. Well, it's, well, 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 uh, well, uh, we're gonna just do our, we're gonna... We're just gonna do our best. Um. Well, I hope I hope you like the soup. And then she's gonna she's gonna tug down on the pockets of her hoodie and throw the hood up, and she's gonna try to walk walk away. Paperboy just kind of watches Drawl go. Yeah, he does. Shakes his head. Oh, yeah, he does. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> also that. Uh, picks up the soup. Takes a drink. Ow! Mother, ow! Puts it back down. You just hear from the alley. <laughs> and goes back to work. And I'll go back and meet everybody at the bank all right. So once again, we are circling up at the Winnebago around 10 ish. Uh, unless someone else has another interlude that we need to jump back in time on. Yeah. So when I was a child, <laughs> I, <laughs> I figured another... we'd have a montage of dog wearing the kimono in different rooms of the house. Oh yeah, fashion lighting. show. Do we, do we need a fashion show? Well, does dog show up in the kimono, or is it like a? Hey. 
it it's packed. Okay, all right, cool, cool. That's fine. Totally fine. It's all good. I don't know why I had the image of dog like in Jim Carrey's Grinch, just like ooh, ah. That's it. I'm not going. I mean, <laughs> I mean, dog is um, dog is very appreciative of the gift and is trying to hide how much it means to him. But if it's an overnight trip, he's he's packing it in his bag. All right, so Galen's going to do the whole dad thing and be like, beep, beep. Hey, trains are leaving, y'all. We got to get on out of here. Okay, do you know where uh, if uh, Umbra's in your in the Windy Bagel? I don't see a crazy chihuahua anywhere. Well, shit. All right, we'll pull by your place, pick him up on the way. Argos, play some travel music. Highway to Hell starts playing. God damn right. Flip down yeah. the shades. And you just see the bagel start slowly kind of pulling off with a trailer behind it. Empty trailer at the moment. Uh, and everyone is, is riding in the Winnebago. I think we're one, we're one carring it this time. Okay, yeah. okay, I just wanted to make sure. So as you are pulling out Galen, um, you hear a little thump and a skittering noise, and Umbra crawls up from underneath the Winnebago uh, across the, the front and up the windshield and to the top. <laughs> my baby look at that clever baby he's gonna lean out the window and be like hey you gonna get run over like that if you keep doing it now i don't want to be running over nobody now come on come on come 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 inside come come on umbra, umbra goes umbra goes towards the roof door that you and mox cut and starts pawing at that door oh lord we gotta put a damn dog door on this thing i swear to god all right let him in up top let him in up top. Got it. I look back at it. It's like, that thing's house trained, right? It isn't. It's house trained, right? Well, it's, it's house trained as Argos is. Argos is Argos house trained. And Mox takes a second where he like looks back and forth between Galen and B. And <laughs> he has developed respect and appreciation and love of these individuals, but he cannot help but just squint his eyes slowly. <laughs> the two of you know they're robots, right? You know that they aren't biological organisms. And why the fuck would I program in to my fucking thing that it has, I have to take it out to go pith? Are you serious? That's the first thing I would program out of a dog. Right, but th no, 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 that's the thing. I was making sure. Well, I knew Argus is a is a robot, but like, you know, I'm just making that's sure Umbra. I'm just making. It's first time I met Umbra at this point. I'm just making sure. We just I mean, put Lenoleum down. That's a robot, down. right, B? That's a robot, right, B? It's <laughs> a lot of assumptions you're making. Umbra's a drone, based off of Argos, and a lot of functionality. Umbra has a lot of other things that we're still figuring out. 
And unless Mox made Argos able to piss on his enemies, I don't think Umbra is going to have that ability either. For what it's worth, totally could have. Right? And in hindsight, with Napalm. Probably should have. Right? Argos, you want to piss on people? He's ignore. He's ignoring me. Fucking dog. <laughs> Can't hear you over the music. All right. So this conversation continues as the music is playing. The Winnebago pulls away from Solace. You've got a mostly southern drive ahead of you, a little bit back towards the east. This is away from dust jockey territory, so there's not really any shortcuts you can take. This is just a long ass drive. Uh, After maybe an hour or so, nothing's really happened. Regular drive. Uh, Galen, you're still driving, right? Yeah, I'll drive. Who's in shotgun after about two hours? Rollies. Rollies. D20. Highest to shotgun. Oh, no. You got 10. Nice and average. 12. Shotgun, baby! So we got dog and shotgun? Yep. Did you right. roll? No, she's in the back playing a glow game. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Have fun. Right. Quasi cupcakes. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Quasi game 2099. <laughs> Quasi cupcakes. Quasi cupcakes in the future. I'm on a four day streak. <laughs> R.I.P. Andre. Uh, so Galen and Dog are just hanging out, chit chatting. Nothing really talking about nothing, talking about everything, just enjoying each other's company as, as fellas do. Uh, Galen, the Winnebago has a heads up display that projects out onto the uh, windshield. Mm-hmm. So you, you've obviously you've got all of your equipment on the dash you've built in, uh, but you've also got a heads up display so you can see uh things the scanners are picking up you can see the road ahead of you you can see the map uh that you're driving on the upcoming turn that kind of thing uh you also have the comms of the winnebago displayed in this heads up display and as the two of you are sitting there a message pops up and it's a text message no audio, no video. And it says, uh, when you drive past Santa Fe, give him the bird for me. M. Okay. We just keep on going from there. How far out from Santa Fe are we at this point? Uh, still a couple hours. Okay. In the top, in the top right-hand corner, because Galen will remember this. <laughs> and uh, you know, we're just gonna pan out. We're gonna the, the camera is just gonna pan out from that shot as the Winnebago drives off south, 
and the impact of that message can hang on all of us as we end this episode for next time. Oh, what an interesting... We got some uh, dynamics of people, uh, and it was a very horny episode, B. <laughs> That's what we do. You're welcome. <laughs> so that was episode 12. Thank you all for listening and participating. Thank you, future audiences on the YouTubes and the podcasts. Swing on back. Uh, same place next week, the 19th of December. The... Uh, incredibly dramatic and and scary episode of Chaos Incorporated, the finale of season three. Stuff is going to happen. We're fighting robots. We're fighting AI. It's a it's a giant street war. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm scared. Hopefully, we all survive. Bring your tamales. Bring your tamales. Bring your seat. Bring your C four knives. Uh, bring your 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 robot jet suits if you have them. We we need all the help we can get. Please, yes. it's gonna uh, be a firefight. <laughs> it's it gonna is be a gonna be a drag out firefight. Yes, yes. So please come on back and uh, stay tuned to see what happens there. Uh, it is time for so longs. So let's say goodbye to our lovely cast. Uh, what they're doing, where they are, and uh, we'll start with Mallow. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Malaman. Uh, you can also find me on our second channel tomorrow night, Twitch.tv/HumanoidHQ, where we're going to be talking all about uh, the latest uh, geek and nerdy news. We have a ton of it this week, uh, from the Google versus Epic uh, lawsuit that happened, uh, some stuff that's been going down with Hasbro and Watsy. Uh, just come in. You can join the conversation live with us over there. Uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. over on that Twitch channel. Uh, everywhere else you can find me, uh, either at the Malaman or at Identico. Uh, you can keep up with all the latest stuff that we have coming on. Um, and finally, don't forget to rewatch Chaos Inc. next week because Caleb will be there. So, and we want to make sure and see if Caleb's character Zed uh, actually survives. We shall he, see. He, he won't. He can't. He can't roll well. Wild. Yes, hello. I am the Wildling011. Uh, you can follow me just about anywhere. I shit post. I like a lot of random shit. And yeah, I don't really contribute to online, but I exist there and vibe with everybody else. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, also, if you wanted to, I think you should also go and see the season finale for Chaos Inc. next Tuesday. So that would be a good idea. That way we can all uh, root for chaos in the chat together and um, hope to God that everybody at least stays semi-alive. <laughs> Pete. You can catch me and all of my soliloquies about hot dogs at playidentico.com. <laughs> Lauren. I'm a menace all over the internet, um, but most notably um, as Thousand Faces Cosplay or 95% Lauren. I'm currently working on two big builds that I'm excited about, a level 10 Jester, complete with a large lollipop, and um, a burlesque fern. So if you want to catch that, I mean, follow along. I don't know when it'll happen, but eventually. 
fern is in a potted plant or fern from Fern Gully? Let's go with the combination of both, actually. Um, I'm Fern from uh, the most recent campaign of Critical Role. <laughs> Man, I, my my cultural radar is so out of whack. I love no, honestly, the idea. A plant. Actually, you know what? We're scrapping Fern. We're doing Fern the plant. Capital T, capital P. Okay? So uh, follow me uh, to, to, to find out what that whatever that is. Um, and thank you all for the support. Thanks for being here with us. We love spending time with you. And Ethan, bring us home. First of all, I love the fact that in Caleb's head, there was a burlesque tree. Wait. Like that yeah. was there for a second. Hey. And that like, honestly, is incredible. My, my my one claim to fame is that I did the puppetry for Audrey 2 on a community show of Little Shop once. So I feel that connection. So just to a burlesque version of Audrey too. Burlesque. Oh, that is, can we? How do we make that Big happen? Head, cute legs. Yes. The I'll do it. You come out of. I'll Ooh. do it. I'm gonna I'm feed you, Seymour. Oh, that long. Anyway, I am the other half of Thousand Faces cosplay. Um, Lauren also did just drop a new Krampus cosplay, so that is on our Very page good. as well. We uh, are on a holiday hiatus with our Wild Beyond the Witchlight game on Misty Mountain Streaming, but we will be back New Year's Eve Eve for episode like 16 of our Wild Beyond the Witchlight campaign. So if you want to see that, me as DM, Lauren as a stoner turtle, and one of the members of the chat in there as a adorable little herringon then come join that. Shout out Digital Clubhouse TV. And I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can hear me here for Chaos Incorporated over on Farm to Fable every once in a while and taking up space in the archives of the RPG Academy. That is it for today. See you next week. Same cyber time, same cyber station. It is the holiday season. It can be a tough time. So if you need a break, if you need to relax, if you need some help, take it for yourself. Don't push yourself too hard. Take your meds, drink your water, eat some food, relax. You deserve it. Buy yourself something nice, even if it's just a coffee or a cheeseburger. We love you. Do your best. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye, y'all. Neon Trails is Ethan as Mox, Lauren as Drawl, Pete as Dog, Wild as B, me, Mallow, as Galen, and the Caleb G is our game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash identico. And you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Identico. Finally, you can follow along with us on the socials at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.